My fellow New Yorkers, in recent months, our administration has delivered for you over and over again. Jobs are up, crime is down, and every day we're delivering for working people. But for months, you've heard me talk about the fiscal challenges our city is facing as the costs of the asylum seeker humanitarian crisis have skyrocketed, placing great strain on our budget. At the same time, COVID-19 stimulus funding is sunsetting. We have been clear that without significant timely action from our state and federal partners, we will be forced to make some tough choices. As we have made these hard choices, the well-being of New Yorkers has always been our top priority. Well, Andrew, that's right. The leader of the Chinese Communist Party told a room full of many of the wealthiest capitalists in the world last night that China is, quote, ready to be a partner and a friend of the United States. He drew a standing ovation from a ballroom full of executives here in San Francisco last evening. Some of the biggest names in finance were there, including billionaire BlackRock CEO Larry Fink and billionaire Blackstone Group CEO Stephen Schwartzman, who flanked the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, at the head table. Also in the front of the room were Tim Cook of Apple and Albert Borla of Pfizer, among a host of other executives. Xi Jinping said that the United States and China have a responsibility to lead the world. We must get along with each other. In a world of changes and chaos, it is ever more important for us to have the mind, assume the vision, shoulder the responsibility, and play the role that come along with our status as major countries. Xi Jinping also criticized the use of terms like competitor, challenger, and pacing threat, uh, all of which are phrases that American diplomats have used to describe China. Over a dinner of black Angus steak and vegetable curry, the CEOs heard Xi say that it is wrong to view China as a threat uh, and to play a zero-sum game against it. He added that China has no intention to challenge the United States or to unseat it. I can tell you guys that Elon Musk was in the building uh, and he attended a VIP reception before the event. Uh, he was in the room where Xi Jinping was expected to be uh, mingling with the VIPs before the dinner, but the Tesla CEO did leave before the dinner began and he was not seated at the head table last night. An extraordinary evening of some of the most powerful capitalists in the world dining uh, with the most powerful communist on planet Earth, guys. We have not only managed taxpayer dollars responsibly and balanced the budget as required by law, but we have done so while minimizing disruption to the services New Yorkers rely on. In September, we directed every city agency to reduce city funded spending by 5%. Since then, every agency has found savings with minimum disruption to services and no tax increases. Our efforts were successful. Today, we are delivering our November financial plan update with a balanced budget, just like you and your families must do when you sit down at your kitchen table and pay your bills every month. But while we succeeded, make no mistake, we are not out of the woods. We added billions of dollars to care for the migrants. COVID funding is sunsetting, and we must close a $7 billion budget gap in the coming fiscal year. That is the reality we are facing. And if circumstances don't change dramatically, 
City agencies will be forced to reduce city funding spending by 5% two more times within the next six months. That would mean disruptions to the services we all rely on. We cannot afford to be divided as a city in this moment. We must come together and speak with one voice to Albany and Washington, D.C. to get the support we need. We urge you to join us in that call. I have been in this city through good times and difficult times. Despite the challenges ahead of us, we will continue to come back stronger because that is the New York City way. In Israel, um, the Biden administration has this $105 billion security age package um, on the table. What's the chance that it, uh, it gets passed before the end of the year? Well, um, it's a critical priority for the president and critical to the national security of our country. Um, I can't prognosticate about the timetable on this. Um, I'm pleased that Congress has passed legislation to keep the government open and running. But it really is essential that uh, this aid be provided both to Israel and to Ukraine. We can't allow uh, Ukraine to... Um, lose a battle uh, on the home front because it lacks enough money to keep uh, school teachers in the classroom and first responders on the job when it's fighting valiantly um, on, on the battlefield. So uh, Ukraine is utterly dependent on this aid. We need to join um, others, the, the, uh, our European friends are uh, providing, have provided 50 billion euro of um, aid to Ukraine over the next four years. The IMF uh, has provided over 15 billion. They need us to do our part uh, for this to hold together as a package. And of course, Israel um, urgently needs aid as well. And these, this aid is critical to the national security of America. Um, we, uh, if Putin were to win this brutal war uh, in Ukraine, uh, next we might see him attacking a, a NATO ally of ours. Um, we need to stop this. But it's pretty clear from talking to even his closest allies, they are in the dark about what the speaker plans to do next. Now, this is all very significant because depending on how the speaker moves and where he, well, how he decides to go, it could either lead to a government shutdown. Perhaps there could be an 11th hour deal to avert a government shutdown, or perhaps there could be a challenge to his own speakership. This is just happening moments after the speaker still pushed ahead to try to get a Republican-only plan through the House to keep the government open for about a month, but that failed. I mean, the opposition from 21 House Republicans, mostly on the far right, who believed it didn't go far enough in cut spending. Democrats, on the other hand, voted against it because they believed it went too far in cutting spending and adding border security measures as well. Now that that is put to the side, what happens next means is the big question. As we move to your third uh, chart there, Steve, what does it tell us about our population, about what immigration means to our workforce and, and the age of, our, of the people who live here. Yeah, so as I tried to say, we're not being overrun by immigrants, legal or otherwise, and that is actually a problem, and it's a problem for this reason. Our fertility rate, like most other major countries, is declining. Fewer babies per woman, a whole set of reasons for that. So if you look at our population projections, if we had no immigration in this country, our population would actually peak next year. And then it would start to decline all the way like that 
out to just over 200 million at the end of the century. We take in uh, roughly a million immigrants a year legally uh, now through various processes. That will hold our population roughly flat. If we want our population to grow at the same rate that it grew at in the 20 years from 2000 to 2020, we need to take in 3 million immigrants a year. So there is a really strong argument for why we need more immigration, not less immigration. Now, let me just show you by contrast China. China does not really have any immigration. They actually have emigration, 300,000 people a year leaving. And so China's population has already peaked. And, it's, and it could decline to as little as 770 million by the end of the century. So I think we want to look like this, not like that, and you need immigration to do that. Now, for the past 30 years, the number of immigrants we take the normal way, people who apply for visas from wherever they live and say, I want to come and live in America, or they're already here on some basis and they say, I want to get a green card and stay, has been basically flat at around a million. So we, even though our population has grown, even though the number of jobs that we have and the people we need to do those jobs has grown, we're not taking any more through the normal visa process than we were 30 years ago. And that's a mistake. And we should also point out that of the ones we do take, only 27 percent are coming here for a job related reason to provide a skill or a job service that we need. Others are coming for good reasons, 58% for family reunification and things like that are humanitarian. But we need people to come here and take the jobs uh, of the future that we're creating at the moment. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not gonna stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, uh, 21 November in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's Thanksgiving week. Uh, we did a mashup there, uh, some of it uh, from a couple of months ago, but to show you a point, uh, or to lay out a predicate, I guess I'm saying, in a, in a, in a narrative build here. We're going to get into this for the entire next two hours. The entire world... And this is the importance of this audience and the importance of you as the backbone of the MAGA movement, and the backbone of the Trump movement. We're going to get to the hate and discontent with President Trump, the, all the efforts to destroy him and to destroy you in the process. But let's set the predicate. Here's the reason. The entire world needs a bailout, and they have to come to you for that bailout. Whether it is uh, New York City or the other urban areas, whether it's the Chinese, the Chinese are desperate for a bailout. They need, quite frankly, they've got the 400 traders uh, you saw in San Francisco giving a, uh, giving a standing ovation. But it's much deeper. They need the U.S. government to – and they need the House of Representatives to stop the decoupling, to stop uh, this effort to cut off capital and technology – 
of which we're getting a number of wins. Remember last week we told you that the Government Investment Fund, finally because of the work of Roger Robinson, Frank Gaffney, and people on the Committee on the Present Danger, has banned putting military pension funds and uh, retirement funds and government workers' pension funds into fund indexes that have Chinese companies or Hong Kong companies in it. Uh, and it was a brutal blow to the Chinese who are trying to get more and more access to our equity capital markets. Everybody needs a bailout. Of course, at the same time, they need, they need a bailout. This is about the, whole, about the, uh, the uh, CR. Uh, finally, today, Politico has a story. It's up on Drudge right now. Politico has a story that talks about how, wait for it, every decision going forward is going to be a dogfight because the debt is exploding, interest payments are exploding, the deficits are exploding. In Washington, D.C., who is not, and Plugo does a good job, has not wanted to deal with this, has looked the other way, has to. That's why on 19 uh, January, and it's hurtling towards us, and Speaker Johnson has to understand, he has to come back from the Thanksgiving holidays with a plan, with a plan, no more CRs. <clears throat> if something's not agreed to on the, uh, on the 19th, if we're not agreed, no more CRs. The, even the two-stage process, the government you know, will force the Biden regime to shut down. Everybody needs a bailout, but what's driving them crazy, in that bailout, they must come to you. You are, for, whether it's New York City, the Chinese Communist Party, in Ukraine, Israel, uh, you know, and the southern border, they all must come to you. The budget, they must come to you. You must give, this is called command by negation or a strategy of denial. Take your pick. They must come to you, and they hate you for that. They hate the fact that you finally have organized enough in 16 and in 22 to get the power to actually force them to come to you as a supplicant. Now they're going to try to browbeat you, and this is why this whole effort, you heard Steve Ratner right there with the bald-faced lies. We did it last night on the the 6 o'clock hour, if you saw the show, with uh, Todd Bensman, where he broke his entire thing down of all the lies he's telling about immigration. Right there, they're up in your face. Hey, War Room ain't play, uh, not pushing a replacement strategy. They're right there telling you, hey, we need these people to come here to take the jobs of the future. Not American citizens, not your kids, not your grandkids. They all need a bailout. Everybody needs access to the U.S. Treasury. You stand as a guard between that. You're like Horatio on the bridge. They hate you for it. They hate you for it. We're going to show you that hate. They all need a bailout, all of them. They need access to taxpayer dollars and your pension funds. You're the only entity in the world that can stop this, the MAGA movement. We're going to pivot and show you the hate next in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. 
Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. That we're, I guess, just too offended uh, or, or maybe perhaps too delicate to call a fascist a fascist or to call fascism fascism for years. People say, oh, yeah, but, you know, we don't have the violence component. We, Despite the fact Donald Trump throughout the first campaign time and again kept saying, beat the hell out of my opponents and, and I will pay your lawyer's fees, praising a congressman, as we said, for beating the hell out of a news reporter for asking a question, for asking a question about health care reform. Charlottesville, good people on both sides trying to justify that. January 6th then comes. There's really there's really no ambiguity there. It's like Mussolini going after government buildings with violence, taking over government buildings with violence on his rise. Then we yeah, we, we have January 6th. We have the example of Paul Pelosi, a guy, uh, his a speaker of the House, his husband, speaker of the House that uh, he calls deranged and crazy and all these other things, dehumanizes. And then he he still he still revels in an 82, 83 year old man having the hell beaten out of him. So the violence component of fascism is there. I just want to go through again this New York Times article and let's just go, let's just go through them. Um, because it's, it's time that fascism is called fascism and Americans know exactly what they're voting for. And, you know, I, I've heard people uh, poo poo this and go, oh, people on the far left. No, I'm 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 a conservative. I'm on the right. I, I, there's a difference between conservatism, radicalism and fascism. This is fascism. This is this is uh, the Times uh, quotes. Uh, an expert on the topic, fascism is generally understood, and this is boilerplate stuff, really, for what fascism is. Fascism is generally understood as an authoritarian, far-right system of government in which hypernationalism is a central component. Check. It also features a cult of personality around a strongman leader. Check. The justification of violence or retribution against opponents. Check. And the repeated denigration of the rule of law. Check, said Peter Hayes, a historian who was studied the rise of fascism. Past fascist leaders appealed to a sense of victimhood to justify their actions. Check. We're entitled because we've been robbed. We've been victimized. We've been cheated and robbed. Check. 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 The whining. The snowflakery coming from the Trump people. I mean, a, a, a snowflake falls on their shoulders and, and they're victimized. They're victimized by history books on Hank Aaron. Uh, they're victimized by, by, by kids' books uh, on Roberto Clemente. They're victimized by tweets. They're victimized. You name it. They are victimized by everything. They are such weak snowflakes. And they're using that victimization to justify violence against their opponents, Jonathan. A little bit about what the, the Economist writes. 
Knowing that America would abandon Europe, Mr. Putin would have an incentive to fight on in Ukraine and to pick off former Soviet countries such as Moldova or the Baltic states. Without American pressure, Israel is unlikely to generate an internal consensus for peace talks with the Palestinians. Calculating that Mr. Trump does not stand by his allies, Japan and South Korea could acquire nuclear weapons. By asserting that America has no global responsibility to help deal with climate change, Mr. Trump would crush efforts to slow it. And he is surrounded by China hawks who believe confrontation is the only only way to preserve American dominance. Caught between a deal-making president and his warmongering officials, China could easily miscalculate over Taiwan with catastrophic consequences. Talk to me about how much less safe America is with that vision of the new global order. America is much less safe right now. Uh-huh. I think that this has always been shaped in the context of a political story. What's going to happen if he wins? This is a national security story right now. He is a threat right now. He is threatening people in America. He is validating our enemies. And he is the leader of what I've called the American insurgency. It's a social movement that seeks to reverse the election, overthrow the government, and install him as, as the leader. That is happening right now. Every day he's out in the streets. He's posting social media. He is disrupting our, 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 our civilization. He is an immediate national security threat that the national security apparatus is thinking about. I think we look at this, what happens if he wins? What happens if he's out and doing this for the next 11 months? I think that is the more immediate threat. We've got to move that bar closer back because he's got, at the end of the day, millions of people who are angry with guns who will do what he says. And I think we have to approach it in that kind of framework first and most of all. Yeah, this is such an important conversation to call out what we're seeing clearly and plainly. It reminds me of 2015, 2016, a lot of media organizations struggled to characterize some of the things he was saying. We'd come up with phrases like racially tinged. And instead of eventually where we got, where we simply called things racist when they were racist. And I think that's where we are now, too, where it's time to say these things are fascist. Use the word. And I know we've been doing yeah. that on this show for a while, but it does seem like media organizations, others are starting to really do the same and make clear what is happening here, what Trump is, has done before and what is threatening to do. And I actually was at a, a journalism conference over the weekend. Our friend Molly Jung Fast was uh, on a panel with me and we talked about how we should be approaching this candidate as journal, this campaign as journalists, how we should say he is an insurrectionist candidate. And yes, while of course there will be focus on the day-to-day developments, they'll be focused on polls, they'll be focused on policy. One thing that we that I said there and we, we endorsed as a panel is the idea of we need to focus on the stakes of this election. It's not just the day-to-day mm-hmm. events, it is the stakes. And frankly, the stakes are our democracy itself. When we hear Donald Trump put forth his plans for what a second term would look like and embrace this fascist rhetoric and policy. Right. Uh, when Donny Deutsch told you the other day that it was the safety of Biden versus the chaos of Trump, right there you see it. They need, they're enraged. They're enraged that they have to come as supplicants to you. Please always remember you have the leverage. May not seem like that all the time, and sometimes the people that represent you let you down. I understand that, but you still have the core leverage. They all need a bailout. They all need access to the U.S. Treasury, and they all need access to your pension funds. You're the key component here. You're the, you're, you're, you're the key player, and that's why they are maniacally focused on taking the leader of our movement, Donald Trump, and destroying him. Number one, to take out the leader. Number two, to make sure they send a signal to anybody else that would try to support him or aspire to that, that they will be destroyed also. But the raw hatred of you – 
And I want you to embrace that. These are their words, not mine. That's what we play it. I understand in playing this, uh, it makes some people angry. It makes some people frustrated. Um, you'd rather hear, you know, some people would rather hear more smoothing, happy talk. We're trying to give it to you with, with the, uh, as they say down south, with the bark on. The rough way. Because you need to understand and, 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 and blazon it on your personhood that they think that you're fascist. They think that you are um, the worst people on earth, quite frankly. And one of the reasons they do that is because they understand that they, they know they have to come to you and it enrages them. They've had so much They've had these country club Republicans that have just rolled over for decades and decades and decades and decades, and that's why we're here. I want to talk about rolling over and talking about the bailouts. I don't know if the I don't know if they have it yet up the New York Post. New York Post had a lead story today that was revolting. Uh, the pictures and we pulled the pictures in that the cover of the New York Times this morning. They're, 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 Lachlan Murdoch. Flew over there. Talk about the bailout because they're desperate to get this sixty to eighty billion dollars in addition to the hundred twenty we've already given. Right? They're desperate uh, to get this money to continue the money laundering operation, the child trafficking operation, the biolabs, all of it, everything that's beneath the scab there in Ukraine. In that, uh, and by the way, let's pull the pictures also in the uh, in the article itself. Lachlan Murdoch's over there with his reporter. I think the reporter's from the Sun. But because Murdoch owns that in the New York Post, it's up in the New York Post. And it is uh, – to say it's a fawning piece is to understate how bad this thing is. It's all about the assassination attempts on Zelensky. And this guy's Winston Churchill, but even more because they've been trying to kill him. And he's so brave. And they've got a picture of Lachlan Murdoch, who is dumb as a brick. This is another you know, billionaire son uh, that never hit a lick in his life that has inherited this media uh, empire. And, um, and and is over there with the knitted brow. He's at the table with Zelensky. He's, you know, they're talking about world events and affairs of state. So he's got to look like, you know, he understands it and he's there. He's there to pitch it on Brett Baer. I think tonight they're going to have a exclusive world exclusive interview with Zelensky. They are pushing so hard this bailout on Ukraine. Hey, Murdoch and Fox News suck on this. Not one penny for Ukraine. And you're not going to be able to dress it up with a couple of things on the border and say, oh, my gosh, you're voting against border security. You're voting against changes to the amnesty system. That's all a lie. All you want is this money for Ukraine. The nation's in a crisis. Who says that? Politico says it today. One of the lead stories on Politico was up on Drudge earlier this morning. One of the lead stories that says, hey, oh, by the way. Um, every decision that's happening now has to be put in context of the debt and the deficit. Who, b- boy, where have we heard that before? And they have col- they have paragraph after paragraph of people are avoiding it. People have not wanted to address this. People want to kick the can down the road, but they can't anymore. To have Fo- to have Murdoch News over with the uh, the Post and the Sun and the Wall Street Journal and Fox and to sit there and rub our noses in trying to bail out a corrupt dictator. That's what Zelensky is. He's a puppet of some of the worst scum on earth. He heads a government that is nothing but grifters. It's a thugocracy. And to have Murdoch, and here's the only good news we got of this. Murdoch News Network and the entire, whether it's the op-ed page of the Wall Street Journal, they're the coolers. Just ask McCarthy. Just ask DeSantis. 
Just ask Youngkin. Shortly to be able to ask Nikki Haley. Anybody they support fails. And the reason it fails, because people understand the neoliberal, neocon, con game that they're pushing for the elites. Okay, uh, fascist. That's what they call you. Blatantly. Look at, look at what the media just said. We're not going to report this. We're going to contextualize it every day in the framework that Trump's a fascist and that MAGA, you are fascist. Just embrace that. This is the Roberts NBC News, MSNBC. Short break. Back in a moment. Okay, Environ Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Now, let me tell you why this is important. EnviroCleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got EnviroCleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology and do it before a virus takes your whole family down right now you can save 35 percent during their black friday sale plus get fast free shipping visit ekpure.com that's ek for envirocleanse ekpure.com and use promo code steve35 for 35 percent off that's ekpure.com code steve35 for the 35 percent discount They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. EKPure.com. Action, action, action. Who don't speak out to that and the people in the audiences, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Think that's funny. They're, they're, they're propping it up. You are failing this country, yeah. and you will only find out when it's too late, when you realize that a moment for a laugh or, oh, he's just kidding, and glossing over all of this has been at the peril of the United States. It's not an exaggeration. It's not hyperbole. It's not overstating it. This is where we are. When you let a man behave that right. way, and when you look at these cases that he's um, dealing with in the courts, I know the law moves slowly, but there are even, you know, concepts and conversations about, you know, special treatment for this former president because he is a former president. I think all of that happens at our peril. At some point, well, it, it, this man must face accountability or we all suffer. Well, it certainly does. And 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 people in the media have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters, of, of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased, bending over backwards, treating him like a normal candidate. He's not a normal candidate. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. He's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in, in Colorado two days ago ruled that that he led an insurrection against the United States government. 
He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here that's authoritarian. It's really that something that I would focus on if I was the Biden campaign is a very primal thing that's going to happen to voters when they walk in. Biden is safe. Trump is unsafe. He's unsafe if you're a woman because you're going to lose your right to choose. And, and we all know the, how powerful abortion is. You're unsafe. He's unsafe on the world stage. You get generals start talking about go to the primal thing that, yes, Joe Biden. One thing you can feel safe. America is with Joe Biden. Donald Trump is dangerous to you. He's unsafe. He's unfit. And I would start to use the word fitness versus unfit. Fitness is a, is a, is a little bit of a metaphor. You can't say that he's young, but you can say that Biden is fit and the other guy yep. is unfit and draw that contrast, but make it about danger and safety. Biden okay. will never be sex. Danger and safety. Danger and safety. Uh, Look in totality, and I realize for some of the audience it's too much, and I can understand you reach a breaking point on this, but um, it's quite important that particularly in November, right before Thanksgiving, essentially a year from the election is you understand that here's the signal. They understand that they can't beat Trump on policy. They can't beat Trump on enthusiasm. They can't beat Trump on uh, his uh, the way that African-American men and Hispanic men uh, are, are coming together with working class men. To, uh, there is an attraction here of someone who is a man who will stand in the breach and won't back down. They understand that their overreach and trying to destroy him is actually reversed in the in the poll show. And including today, I'm going to try to get on later, Barris, maybe in the afternoon show, his Michigan poll, I think, has just out today has Trump up, I think, four or five points. They understand they can't beat what he did. Not some theoretical Nikki Haley, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, or Ron DeSantis or Youngkin or any of that crowd. It's actually what he did and what he accomplished. They can't beat that. They understand they can't beat it. They, they are going to shift the conversation. And they're going to shift the conversation in such a way that Supporters of of Trump, you wear the wear the red ball cap. If you think the cancel culture and the cancel um, society of how they try to cancel right was bad before, you haven't said anything yet. They're going to try to get you fired from if, you're, if you and you know this. If you're in a company, and particularly the larger the company, the the more woke they are. You know this. The the worst progressive institutions in this country are the companies that rely upon the Larry Finks. And the Steve Schwartzman to have to buy their stock, right? And to enforce and, and, and ESG and DEI and CRT and all of it. Basically, the neo Maoist, neo Marxist cultural revolution coming from the capitalist. They're going to make it so that you would be fired. You will be outed at your club. Your kids will not be able to get into the best schools. You will be othered because you're fascist. They just said it right there. Look at that pitch at the end with Mika, you know, tears welling in her eyes with her her, her side piece, uh, you know, Joe Scarborough coming in. That 
this is about fascism, and you have to call it what it is. And they actually say, forget media bias and all that. They actually lay out the information war that they're going to in- install, the information war. They say, we're not going to cover him fairly. You can't cover him fairly because democracy is on the line. Be prepared. You haven't seen anything yet. If you think this is bad, what the MAGA movement's gone through, what President Trump has gone through, you ain't seen nothing yet. And that's not even as bad as it's going to be when we take power. Understand this, that the Sunshine Patriots and the Ribbon Clerks, this is not going to be for you. This show is not going to be for you. This effort we got to do going forward is not going to be for you. It's going to be a tough, tough grind to save your country. You're going to have to do, and that's why over this Thanksgiving, really think about what you're thankful for. Not on the surface, I'm thankful for you know my family. Just think deeply. What truly you are thankful for? What do you? What did divine providence bless you with? And in that, what are you prepared to do to defend it? You know, Steve Ratner and the team couldn't have been more open in the in the at the open. Three million, uh, you know, at a million a year legal immigration, which is way too much. The reason we have a lack of fertility, you have uh, in birth, you have besides the abortion, you know, killing. We killed what I don't know, forty or fifty million. Uh, no, I think for, we've, we've killed 40 million black babies since Roe v. Wade, right? M- many more than, um, than uh, the pro- we wouldn't have a problem if you hadn't killed the babies. But to get fertility up is that the, the family formation is so, so late. Women think, hey, did these guys actually have any kind of, you know, the first thing, any kind of economic security? And the young men don't know if they have economic security because – you know, we continue to take illegal aliens in and, and legal aliens and take all the good jobs. Take the good jobs. They just said right there, Ratner couldn't have been more blunt. We need three million a year minimum. You need three million a year minimum because they have to be here to man the jobs of the future, not American citizens. They, they have to do it. The American citizen and their anger builds at you every day. And here's why the anger builds. Because they need your permission to be bailed out. They need your permission to be able to continue to give capital to the Chinese Communist Party, to get access technology to the Chinese Communist Party. The decoupling still must come. There's so many things in the House that have to be done to reverse decoupling. In the House, they have to come, and they have to actually come to you as a supplicant to make sure that you don't block these out-of-control $7 trillion-a-year Budgets that have two trillion dollars a year in deficits, and they don't want to face. Don't don't take it from me anymore. Go to Politico; they lay it all out this morning. And coming and for, and being forced to come to you for a bailout, just like in New York City, being forced to come to you a bailout, and you continue to say, "No, we must do what's right for this country. We must balance this budget. We must stop giving money to th- places like Ukraine. And if we give money to Israel," It has to be conditioned on what has to have a pay for it. it, has to have some sort of offset. You have to do that. You know, they just negotiated, I think, much the demise of what Israel's trying to accomplish, what they must accomplish against the Sharia supremacist Muslim Brotherhood franchisee in, Ga- in Gaza called Hamas. They just agreed to, uh, I think it's come across the wire, a five day ceasefire. Do you think a five day ceasefire is going to, is going to uh, satisfy? The forces that that hate uh, the the eradication of the military operation of Hamas. Do you think that's gonna? Do you think that's gonna back them off one second? That's gonna change your mind. 
Remember, the issue with these people, the issue is never the issue. The issue is always the revolution. This is a Sharia, this is a merger of Sharia supremacism and the uh, and the anti Judeo Christian West neo Marxism. Its its purpose and focus is the destruction of the nuclear family and ultimately the destruction of this republic. And they're doing a pretty good job. And the people that are standing in the breach, solid citizens, they're standing in the breach every day and saying we're not going to tolerate this anymore. From the from the precinct level to the school board level to the town council level, we are saying, stop, we're not going to do this. You are fascist. They couldn't be, they couldn't be more black and white. So understand and going forward, they actually say, we're not going to cover Trump. We're going to contextualize everything we say. He's a fascist. His people are anti-democratic uh, process and they're fascist. E- even though we beat them at the ballot box, remember they stole the 2020 election because we got more votes. They had to steal. And then they say that you're, Anti, your anti-democratic process. J6 and Speaker Johnson, you must come out immediately. We must reconstitute the J6 committee, just like Mike Lee's asking for. We have to do it in a proper way to adjudicate it. Let the Democrats have a ranking member. Let the Democrats have a minority council. Let the Democrats see the, see the information. Let them cross-examine witnesses. We want that because that's going to bring forward to the American people, one, that what they believe in their heart that the 2020 was stolen and Biden is illegitimate and that J6 was a Fed surrection, a Fed surrection. That's only going to come with this audience putting its shoulder to the wheel. That's why they fear you. That's why they hate you. That's why they wish you would go away and just go back to being asleep. You're the army of the awakened right now. You're like a, the new model army of Cromwell. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, you're awakened. The, 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 the veil has come down. You see. You see what you see. And you're not prepared to go along with it. You're not prepared just to go along to get along. And the pressure is only going to get worse. Because now you're going to be deemed a fascist. Yeah, you support Trump. Trump's a fascist. Trump's Mussolini. Trump's Hitler. You're a supporter. You're like a Nazi. You're like a fascist in, in, German, in uh, Italy in the 1920s. You're bad. You're evil. You must have all your opportunities taken away. Your children must have your opportunities taken away. You have to be othered. You have to be kicked out of your Lions Club, kicked out of the Kiwanis Club. You have to be kicked out of the country club. You can't be associated. You can't, uh, your kids can't play on basketball teams. They can't be associated with that family. You know that? That family is MAGA. That's where, that's, it's not going there. It's there now. They couldn't be more blatant. Do they discuss policies, Trump's policies? No, they say these policies are racist. The, the travel ban was, uh, was anti-Islamic. The, uh, his efforts on the border to secure the border are all racist, right? Every, his tax cuts, everything. They, they, never a discussion of the policy, the outcomes of policy, what we've done in traditional politics. They won't do that because they can't debate the facts. They can't take the years 17 to 19, a golden age economically of peace and prosperity. Remember, it's very simple. They want to run on Biden's uh, safe and Trump's unsafe. We'll take we'll take uh, Biden. It's, Trump is peace and prosperity. Biden is chaos, anarchy, and agony. Very simple. And look at the track records. No theoretical of a Nikki Haley what she's going to do. No theoretical Ron DeSantis what he's going to do. Glenn Youngkin what they're going to do. It's what Trump did as empirical fact. And what President Trump will do again when he wins for the third time 
and takes his uh, place with the team he'll bring on in the second term. And they're already freaking out about that. They're already freaking out about the Mike Davises. They're already freaking out about the Cash Patels. They're already freaking out about people you see in the show all the time that talk about facts. So in going to Thanksgiving, get up in people's grill. Don't say, oh, we can't talk about this. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it. Let's, we want to talk about it. Don't let them give you stink eye. No way. No how. Short break. Back in a moment. Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I wouldn't want to live without it. This is nutrition the way nature intended. I get way more energy. My skin looks better. It helps with my digestion. I just feel better and healthier overall. That's how I knew Field of Greens was working for me. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. And with flu season here, I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy, not some vaccine. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do it today. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, the things we have to do and must do right now um, is to drive this point home further is to further un- unearth truths. The, uh, this is why Speaker Johnson, so when he returns, we'll spend a lot of time with this on the next couple of days. When he comes back or they come back to work, I think Monday night or Tuesday, Number one, there's all kind of reporting out there now, and if you talk to sources, they're, they're very close to kind of coming to some resolution between Comer and Jordan of exactly what they're going to do in the impeachment of Biden and others. They can't back off this. This is, this is selling out the country. They have to go where the, facts, uh, where the facts take us, and the facts take us clearly. They's on the payroll of the Chinese Communist Party and this humiliating little thing they put out last week because they understand they blew their opportunity that she, that Biden and she would have never been able to meet this this whole uh, confab out in San Francisco would have never been able to happen ever if they had done their job and done their job quickly. And of course, Biden, these guys are going to are fighting these subpoenas and fighting Hunter Biden, uh, you know, testifying. So now we're into the drag. They must come forward. If the White House is not going to cooperate, they must come forward and take action. Number one. Number two, there must be action. There must be action immediately on reconstituting, uh, reconstituting J6 on the appropriate, on the appropriate uh, way that J6 was constituted to make sure that we get a – we've got to get to the bottom of J6. And in getting to the bottom of J6, you've got to get to the bottom of 3 November of 2020. That has to be part of it. And those facts have to – it has to be adjudicated. It has to be put into the record. We have to do this as a country. You just saw the situation yesterday in, um, in Georgia – where they're trying to, you know, you finally have a judge, a liberal judge, on something Stacey Abrams filed. They couldn't keep it under wraps anymore. Three years that it's been sealed. And you see for these professors what they're saying about the machines. And in Argentina, you've seen what happened. When the, when the machines are out, the machines were pulled after the primary. When the machines are out, hey, guess what? They can all get it done in a night. 
and uh, and you win 55-44, is it? <laughs> it's 11-point spread. When going into it, they're saying, this is going to be tight. You could be up all night for a couple of days. Anybody who wins here will be by like a point or half a point. And you have to get to the bottom of J6. You have to see institutionally how the institutions of power in this country turned on the American people and turned on the democratic process. Starting back with the, uh, with the Floyd, George Floyd riots, the summer of love, all of it, the pandemic, it was all to drive Trump from office. Trump was a mortal threat to the way the system operates, the post-war international rules-based order, which the elites have kind of taken or actually constructed in the first place for their own power and their own wealth. If that system had worked so well, how did the Chinese Communist Party rise to come from a backward third world agricultural nation, impoverished, to a world economic power in 25 years? It's never been done in the history of mankind because it was underwritten. It was underwritten by you. It was underwritten by your tax dollars and even more importantly, your pension funds. You, you underwrote it. It's like, you know, this is like in uh, some Greek tragedy where the hero's greatest strength turns out to be their greatest weakness. You, the tragic figure, is the American working class and middle class. And nobody wants, they don't want to address the key problem. The key problem is you've been sold out. You've been stabbed in the back by the elites. The Wall Street oligarchs, the Silicon Valley oligarchs, the Uniparty, you were stabbed in the back. Just a fact, a brutal fact. Just an absolute brutal fact. And now that you're standing up to it, now that you have leverage, now that they need to come to you as a supplicant or somehow convince you otherwise, and this is, you're going to get this on Murdoch News and the Wall Street Journal, the New York, New York Post cover story, you get Brett Baird tonight, all of, all of Murdoch News media are going to be all in. Zelensky, what a, you know, they've tried to assassinate him. What a hero. And Zelensky says, if we don't make it here, it's going to be World War III. No, sir. Let me be blunt. The Eastern-speaking or the Russian-speaking eastern border of Ukraine is not in the vital, has nothing to do with the vital national security interests of the United States of America. Our southern border does. Now, that border may have something to do with the security in Europe, but Europe's not a protector. You're supposed to be an ally. You've turned into a protector of the United States. This is what Donald Trump, when he first came in, hey, if you're not paying the 2%, if you're not paying the 2% minimum, then uh, what are we doing here? It's not that he didn't support NATO, but he wants NATO to be an alliance. Wants to be, they're, they're supposed to be allies. It's not supposed to be a protectorate, and it's turned to protectorate. Uh, they've all got universal health care. They all have great pensions. They all knock off for six weeks in the summer in August. Do you do any of that? Hey, no offense. I think Israel has free college, and I think it has, I think it has universal health care. You got that? Why are we continuing to underwrite these other nations when you don't have health care, you don't have a secure pension, you don't have six weeks in the summer off? You don't have that. Most of you are working two jobs. This is the anger that's building up, the resentments that's building up, and particularly because people won't be straight to you, won't be straight with you. You're screwed, except for the fact that you now have political power. How do you have political power? A guy named Donald John Trump, not in the room, not in the deal. And you have not been in the room after supporting standard Republicans for decades and decades and decades. You weren't in the room. Those Republicans were working against your basic interest. 
with your tax dollars, your pension funds, and most importantly, your most precious asset, your most precious treasure, your children. Your children, whose blood has been uh, spread on battlefields all over the planet, except on the southern border of the United States, and in in removing 10 million illegal alien invaders that are here, sucking the vitality, yes, I said it, sucking the vitality out of our beloved country. These are hard truths. And these hard truths over Thanksgiving dinner... Give thanks that you're on the side of the righteous. Give thanks that you are in the fight to save this, our beloved republic, the new Jerusalem. And don't be shy on any topic of getting up in people's grill when they're passing the cranberry sauce. Because we're in a crisis. The time for, oh, let's not talk politics. And let's not, no, 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 no. We're ascended. And we're going to let you know we're ascended. And oh, by the way, while you're at it, why don't you let them know how things are going to be run when MAGA's in power? That's what they really fear, because they're going to be turfed out, all of them, from Morning Joe to the administrative state to the deep state, all of it. Okay, go to birchgold.com right now, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire. You're living it. You might as well understand it. Get the four-part series totally free and talk to Philip Patrick and the team about why the BRICS nations are buying gold. The central banks are buying gold at record numbers, 22 and 23, led by the Chinese Communist Party. 90-second break. Back in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 